You are listening to About Progress. This is episode 230. It is January of 2020, which is so exciting to think about. I love, love a fresh start, and there's nothing better than the beginning of a new year and a new decade. Now we're going to have a bit of a format change with About Progress. At the beginning of each episode, instead of diving right into the intro music and then the reminders we have, I want to share more of the real heart and message of this episode that you are listening to, so that way you really know why you are here. So let's do that right now. I'm going to start that by telling you a little bit about some things behind the curtain for me. Let's peel that curtain back a little bit. I had a realization a few months ago about our niche, which is our audience. That's who I'm trying to meet with every single episode and anything I put out there. It's who I am thinking about when I ask a guest to be on the show, when I come up with topics and questions. It's who I'm imagining when I come up with new programs and courses. I think about this person. I have a person in my head all the time. Now, I realized the problem, though, about this niche. I've been trying so hard to connect to women who feel lost lost and stuck and unsure of who they are and overwhelmed by life's responsibilities, which I still want to reach to. But I've lost an important part of that group of women. I want to better connect to the women who are ready to take action and who are ready to not be stuck anymore and to not be lost anymore and are ready to find the go-getter inside of them and do something and take that those steps that they need to to find themselves again. Does that make sense? I really want to reach those of you who are ready to work on yourself for real. We have this problem with our human nature. It's really easy to stay stuck. And we're going to talk about that more today. This year overall, we are going to lean into this refined niche. I'm going to do this in a few ways. I'm going to focus more on taking action, and I'm going to focus more on finding the go-getter inside of us. Now, you've heard this little phrase that I've done at the end of each episode, which I just come, came up with at the spur of a moment, and it's really stuck with me. And it's, I hope this episode gave you the hug and the kick in the pants you needed to grow. That still applies. And that's what I want to be more of the show, the hug you need, the support you need, the warmth, the understanding, the the love that you need to feel heard and seen, but also the kick in the pants you need to actually grow. So sometimes I'm going to focus more on that kick in the pants than I have in the past. And that is what this month is going to be even more about. Again, January 2020, beginning of a new year and a new decade, this demands a kick in the pants, I think. So let's start by sharing what's this month's theme. Get started. This month, we are going to dive deep into the power of starting and how the simple, simple, simple act of just starting can transform your life. And I am living proof of that. That is what we are going to talk about today, friends. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome to About Progress. I am your host, Monica Packer, and I don't want you to just listen to this show. I want it to change you. Here, you will get interviews and teachings that guide you towards meaningful growth and living the life you want without losing yourself in the process to perfectionism. 
Listen in to get lovingly pushed by our community that knows life is about progress, not perfection. Here are our community announcements. This is my last time announcing to you that we are doing the Rediscover You workshop online. And this Saturday, January 4th is our first session and the second session is Friday, January 10th. You can find out way more about what this is by going to aboutprogress.com slash workshop, which is linked for you in the show notes too. But you know what? It's basically what I've talked to you about already in this introductory episode. This is for women who feel lost and don't wanna feel that way anymore. They want confidence in who they are. They want clarity about how to rediscover who they are and their purpose. And they will leave with a plan in hand, their own do something plan to help work towards finding themselves again. I am a former and professionally trained educator. I love to teach and I am passionate about this topic because I have lived it but I know that you aren't here and you're not coming to this online workshop just to get an inspirational sermon. I make you work for it. This is a workshop for a reason and I want you to come and be there and and tell yourself the truth that you deserve this. There is no reason for you to not be here if you have thought about doing it for this long that the costs are way lower, the time is shorter, but the takeaways are the same. And you are going to grow so much more into who you are meant to be, not only for this year, but the next decade, if you come to this Rediscover You workshop. And by the way, this is the only time I am teaching this workshop in all of 2020. Get your ticket by going to aboutprogress.com slash workshop. All last month, I told you about the beta launch I'm doing of my exclusive online membership group. And I kept telling you, I think I was gonna call it, I I thought I was gonna call it the Messy Middle Club. And you know what? It just wasn't resonating with me, friends. And I'm still struggling so much to name this appropriately. So for right now, just so you know, we are calling it the group that shall not be named (laughs) in honor of my favorite book series of all times, Harry Potter. So. I still want you to be a part of this group because I know what it's going to encompass and it's going to encompass growth and accountability and community and inspiration daily on all of those fronts. Every single week we are going to do a live. Every other week that live will include free online coaching for you. We might have surprise guests too. And then we're also going to have a monthly book club that we're going to call the Grow Yourself Book Club because it's all about personal development, which I am obviously hugely passionate about. And then we are only going to have the monthly progress plan available here on this exclusive membership site. Now it's all ready for you to get on there. And guess what? Right now it's only $1 a month because this is a trial run and you're gonna help me name it and you're gonna help me figure out what you need the most out of this group. I'm not gonna charge you full price right now. So hop on there and for the next maybe two to three months, we're gonna do at this price till every single piece of this is totally refined and ready for the full price of the membership. You can do that by going to the link in the show notes I have for you and I cannot wait to dive deep into this and to have an official name by the end of our trial run as well. 
Normally in the introductory episodes, the first episode of each month, I also give you an update on how I'm doing with my own do something list. Now I'm going to do that more next week in our first growth spur episode because I want to help you get a little bit of a leg up in making your own do something plan. And that's not something we have the time today to focus on fully. So I'm going to flesh that out for you more next week. But what I will do is link you to an episode um, from January of 2019 that teaches you more how to make your own do something plan. This is something that is not a goal list, but it is a way for you to take action and get started on ways that you can grow into yourself. And the reason I'm bringing that in to play right now is because of our monthly theme, Get Started. Now, Kathy Heller is an incredible podcast host. She is a musician. She um, helps creatives quit their day jobs um, with her show, Don't Keep Your Day Job. And she was a guest on our show in November of 2019. And she said this amazing quote that I don't think I will ever, ever get out of my head. And it's this, successful people are not the smarter ones. They are the ones with the courage to start. I'm gonna ask you, to think about how has this been true for you? How has starting, actually getting started on something led you to the success that you wanted in your life? And what about the reverse of that too? Now, this is part of the monthly progress plan, which again, you can access by signing up for our exclusive membership group, uh, the group that shall not be named, Um, but you can do it here on your own too. So here's a question I want you to think about. When have you been in the wings and not starting. How has it affected you? What are the consequences that have come from not taking action and standing in the wings and watching other people on the stage doing what you want to do and what you think about doing, what you're drawn to and what excites you? How has that affected you to not take action and stand in the wings? And then the reverse of that, how has it felt and what are the effects and consequences of those times when you've got out of the wings and you've stepped on the stage and you've gotten started, regardless of how terrible it was in the beginning for you? What were the consequences of that? What trickled down into your life? And always, how did it help you grow? How did it help you develop? How did it help you reach goals? And how did it help your sense of confidence and your sense of self and who you are? I want you to reflect on that truly, because it is the examples that we can have right in front of us that show the proof that getting started is what makes all the difference in the world. It's not how much money we have or even time we have. I promise you that. It's not about uh, who we know even. It's not about, I, I mean, all these things help obviously, but but there are so many people in the world who could be successful and have all those things. They have all the money and the time and the resources they need and they're not successful because they do not start. I think our biggest regrets in our lives will come when we look back and see the risks that we did not take. I know for me, that is where my biggest regrets come. I thought about while I was writing this introductory episode, when I was 18, and I tried out for the Young Ambassadors group at Brigham Young University, which was where I was going to college. And it was the musical productions group of BYU. And it was, I mean, exceptionally hard to get into. But I was really passionate about performing. I loved dance. I loved singing. I loved acting. And while I wasn't good enough in any one of those areas to get into all these amazing programs, well, I actually didn't even try out for them. I think I could have if I had tried harder. But that goes um, into 
this own experience. I went and I did try out for these things. And I, I did my song, I did my dancing, and my confidence was gone. I, I wasn't even able to perform the way I wanted to because I was so full of self-doubt. And I knew I wasn't going to get it, and I didn't. But you know what I did instead of trying again and trying out for other things like another dance group or another performing arts group at BYU? Because there were several. I didn't try out for anything. In fact, I took that as a sign that I was now going to be a wing seater. I was just going to sit a wing sitter. I was just going to sit in the wings from now on and move on to other gifts and talents. And at the time, I let that be the reason. I'm not good enough. But really, that just gave me the permission I, I wanted and I was seeking for to not try anymore. And I regret that. I regret that I didn't go to the director and ask what I could work on and start working on it. I regret that I didn't try out for other things. I regret that I didn't put myself on the line and that I put myself in the wings instead of on the stage. And I mean that more literally than figuratively, because even if I had tried harder and I didn't get there, I think I would have regretted it way less. Do you have that in your own life too? I think looking back, I can see that even if I had worked so hard and busted my bum and not gotten to where I wanted to, I would have less regret and sadness about it now. But in the moments, we fall for the lie of thinking that it means something about us when we fail. So we try to avoid it like everything else, right? We try to avoid it like crazy so we don't feel like a failure. But instead, when we don't take those risks, I think we feel even more like a failure because we didn't even try. And then I, I, I asked you to think about the contrast there when you got started. Now, this is something that, you know, I got in the wing sitting kind of um, framework for my life for years after that. I was afraid to try. I was I, I was able to try in other ways like academia. I knew I could pour myself into that and because I already knew I would be successful. It wasn't a risk. It was me pouring my energy and time into something that I already knew would reflect back the worth that I was aiming for, that I was good and I was worthy and I was admirable. Um, so I stayed safe in that zone. I stayed safe there um, in what I thought was reflecting back my worth. And, and um, you know, this is something I talk about in the online workshop I do, the Rediscovery Workshop, is that the thing about success even is that it's fleeting too. It never sticks around. And guess what? I'm not in college anymore. <laughs> I'm not getting great grades because I've moved beyond that. I'm not in academia. I'm not doing things with those skills that for so long were what I hinged my worth on. And when they went away, so did my zest of who I was and zest of life and and the confidence in who I was. And I didn't even make goals anymore. I didn't develop myself. I, I was too afraid to try to reach after things that I wanted for so long because of my fear of failure. So later on, the contrast here of getting started is when I turned 30. That's when I looked back and realized how much regret I had because I would not start. And I started trying like crazy. At the beginning of, how many years ago was this now? 2016, my friends. January 2016 is when I started my blog about progress. It's when I started my Instagram profile about progress, which I hope you know full well that none of those things have been overnight successes. I thought I was going viral if I got 300 people to read a post. I thought I had made it when I reached 500 followers on Instagram after like eight months of work. So these were not overnight successes, but what they were for me were a testament to 
to the value in trying again for trying's sake and starting without knowing the finish line, without even knowing where I was headed. When I started about progress, I had so many things in mind about where I wanted to be. Maybe I'll be a professional baker, I thought. Maybe I'll become a writer, which is why I wrote so much on that website. Maybe I'll become like a lifestyle kind of blogger because I love so much about making things beautiful and I love making good food and I love wellness and all those things. I also thought maybe I'd become an interior designer and I was doing that on the blog as well and I was taking free clients with my friends and working my bum off on those things. Am I any of those things right now? Am I a lifestyle blogger or a fashion blogger? I even did some fashion, you guys. Am I a cook that people love to learn from or a baker or an interior designer? I am none of those things. But the power in getting started is that it brought me to where I am right now. And that is why I want you to get started on things without knowing the end from the beginning because where you end up will be so much better than you could have predicted if you give yourself that permission to start, to try and to push yourself to do that. I hope that contrast is helpful for you and that you think about it for yourself. I want to consider why do we sit in the wings? Why do we stand there wishing we could do what others are doing? Why do we do this to ourselves instead of taking the risks and putting ourselves out there and trying and seeing where it takes us? Well, I have a few reasons. And the first, the first reason is excuses. We have excuses. That can look like, I don't have enough time to do that. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money to pay for that course I want to take. I don't have money to go to that event. I don't have money to buy that book. We have this holdup about money, which I well understand because I've, I have that too. And I have so much more to say on that on, on another time. We have those excuses. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. Or the excuses, it's not going to get me anywhere. It's not going to return the investment. I have people asking that all the time about my podcast university. They email me and say, are you able to give me a timeline of when I will get my return investment for a return investment for um, buying your course? And my answer is no, I don't have a timeline. And you can't start a podcast with the number one goal to have it be making money to return your investment and to prove that this was worth it. It's so much more than about the money. It's about you. It's about the message. It's about your audience. And if you don't have that passion, you should not start. Okay, I got in a little soapbox there. But we we lean into these excuses. And I'm going to talk about more about why that is in a moment. Another reason that we stand in the wings is overwhelm. We are only seeing the long list of steps it will take for us to get somewhere. So when I considered interior design, which is something I really love to do, I got so overwhelmed by that. All I could think about was the many steps. Well, that means I should totally go back to community college or a bigger university. I need an interior design degree. I need to learn how to do this computer software. I need to get this kind of website. I need to create this Instagram account. I need to get these kind of clients. And the list was so long. Um, So that's why for years I didn't start. But instead, when I was during that zone of just starting again, I was instead just offering my free services to friends and seeing where it took me and seeing if I even liked doing it before I learned the program, before I went back to school and all those things. I was just starting. Okay. But so easily we lean into this overwhelm. We let that talk us into sitting in the wings. 
The third reason, which I think is the undercurrent of all these things, is fear. Fear. We have these thoughts. I can't do it. I don't matter. Like, who's going to pay attention to what I'm doing here? This is not important. This isn't going to bring money in. And the biggest thing is, I could mess up. I could fail. But this is something I work with my progress program students a lot on. Underneath all these reasons, there's an even deeper one, a foundational one. And it's the fear of failure. It's not that you fear failure. You fear that the failure is going to show that you are a failure. Do you get what I'm saying there? If I fail, I am a failure. It means something about me. I don't matter. I am worthless. So that is the underlying foundational reason to why we sit in the wings. This fear of being less than we ever thought possible. Fear of being the failure we always thought we could be. The reason we have all these reasons is it's our brain's job to do this. Our brain's job is to survive. And the best way it can do that is staying the same. So that means when you are stuck, your brain wants you to continue to feel stuck because it's trying to keep you safe and keep you alive and not put you in risky, vulnerable situations where, you know, in the long ago past, you could have died. And now you can't really usually, but it's still trying to protect you. But the truth is, the truth is, is that staying stuck is also not comfortable and it does not serve us. And the way that we break through this this place of our brain holding so tightly on to these reasons and excuses is by getting started anyway. Why does it matter that we get started? What effect does this have? How does this really make a difference? Well, obviously, it's necessary to get started and to get anywhere. Think about anyone you admire in your life, whether that's a person you know or you don't know personally. And it's just someone that you long have long admired and, and you, you connect with their values and you connect with the work that they've done and you connect with the purpose in which they've lived and, and, and how they've shown up. They had to get started somewhere, right? We have to learn their story that really there's a story behind every person's success And at the very beginning of that, they got started and in a messy way without knowing the end from the beginning. I guarantee you that nine and a half times out of 10, the successful people we love and admire had no idea that they would be where they are today because they only were focused on getting started way back when. Another reason why getting started helps us is it gives us the momentum we need to keep going. An object in motion stays in motion. If you are stuck, you have to get started in one way to get anywhere, to even figure out what the process is. A lot of women that I talk to want to know the A to Z steps to get to where they want to be. And what I try to tell them is, if I gave you that plan, guess what will happen? It will not go according to plan. There is no perfect plan out there. There's no perfect order of steps to take because life happens. Life gets in the way. Don't let not knowing the full plan, get in the way of you getting started. When you get started, you get the momentum going to stay in motion and to continue to push through your mind's discomfort and to stretch your abilities to stay in that discomfort so that you can keep growing. 
Have you ever thought about plants and how painful it must be for them to grow? I've wondered this the other day I was thinking about this. Maybe it's painful for a tree to grow as it's like breaking through its seed hole and like getting up through the soil and stretching and and like ripping through itself almost. It's got to be painful. When I think about me as a grade schooler and junior high gal, I had growing pains that were really painful, right? In our in my bones. But it meant I was growing. So when you get that momentum, it might be painful, but you're also growing, which makes you stronger and it makes you more able to keep going and to get started again and again and again. And that leads me to my last reason of why it's important to get started. Because that's what we do every single day, really. It's we get started again and again and again. We can undo all the progress we've made by stopping, right? So every day is really just a series of getting started again. And that's where I feel so much hope instead of despair, because every day I get to decide if I'm just going to start again and try again. That's why that matters. Let's take a little break here. One of the things I have worked so hard on in 2019 is becoming better at planning ahead of time. I'm not perfect at this and I never will be, but I have totally transformed how I've been able to keep up with my life, with my kids and my family and my home and my business, which I am so passionate about. And I've done that through the incredible planner called Monk Manual. This is a three-in-one planner. You can plan your days, weeks, and months. And it comes in a three-month increment in the planner, but I get it to stretch to four because they include an extra month page in there for you just in case you start mid-month. Now, my tip for you is to get one of the bundle options. If you buy it in two, three, or four-pack bundles, you get a discount. And then you get to layer an additional discount on there that Monk Manual is providing exclusively for us. And it's using the code ABOUTPROGRESS, all caps, one word, to get 20% off. And this is huge, friends. That kind of discount just doesn't come around day after day. That code expires January 15th. We know that you are capable of being able to take charge in how you use your time. And that is something I have learned over and over again this year, especially that when I plan my time, I plan my life and I can show up and be fully myself and present and take charge of how I am living and what I am contributing. Again, you can go to monkmanual.com and use the code about progress to get 20% off. And if you're listening to this after January 15th, take heart because that code will still work for 10% off. I hope you love this planner as much as I do. The rest of this episode, I want you to think about what you are in the wings for. And our progress plan, I have a space for you to think about what am I thinking about and not doing? What am I drawn to, but I haven't started yet? What are others doing that I feel that connection to and that kind of jealousy feeling where you're happy for them, but you wish you were doing it too? What goals do I want to reach? How do I want to develop myself? There's so many ways this can look, but how are you sitting in the wings, even with your habits? What are things that you've been wanting to take charge of with how you're showing up in your day-to-day life, like planning your days or doing meal planning or organizing or waking up earlier and going to bed earlier, exercising? There's so many things that we can think of when we start a, a new year. But think about how you are being a wing seater and kind of come up with a list of what those things look like for you. And as you go through that list, I want you to narrow down what really is calling to you right now. And it might be something that you were afraid of. Again, 
those excuses, that overwhelm, those fe- those fears of being a failure, those are real. And when you feel that and you feel those excuses come up and that overwhelm and the fear of failure come up when you look at your list about a particular item or two, I want to encourage you to lean into those items the most because that's where you're going to see the most growth. That's where you're going to see the most development. That's where you're going to rise up within yourself to become the real you that you are missing out on right now. So make that list. And then I want you to really refine it down into one to three things that are really calling to you. And again, this is the do something plan too will help you come up with a list similar, but that is something I will teach you more on later this month and in the online workshop even more so if you're able to attend that. Once you've narrowed down that list, then it's time to brainstorm little, tiny, tiny, tiny doable ways that you can get started on working towards those things. Now I gave you the example of the interior design. I had that long list of all these things I needed to do and I couldn't see the end from the beginning. I was only paying attention to that very long list that I wouldn't get started until finally I I gave myself my kick in the pants that I needed. And I said, Monica, just start designing. Just start telling friends that you'll take over their kitchen design or their family room design for free and then start charging a small amount, which I did. And I worked so hard and I didn't know what I was doing. And I had this online uh, kind of website that helped me come up with a, a board for things um, that kind of act as a visualization of what I was designing. And hey, I was making it up as I went. But there was so much weird confidence that came into me as I was even trying. And again, I am not an interior designer right now. I'm not famous for that. I'm not doing design for any friends for free even. But it gave me the confidence and the know-how and the knowledge of what I even needed in my life at that time about who I wanted to be and what was resonating to me and what I wanted to do have more for myself and more for um, for sell, I guess, because I learned I love doing it, but I'd rather just design for myself. So think about the little ways you can get started. Is it calling a friend to ask about that thing they always do? Hey, you run tries all the time and I've been thinking about that. Can you tell me more about how you got started? I see that you love to go to Zumba. Why do you love it? How did you get yourself there? Oh goodness, you are such a good swimmer. How did you get started into that? What steps did you take to get there? Call a friend and ask them about something that they love to do or do a little Google search and just figure out how you can get started. And sometimes it doesn't even take that much research, you guys. You know this. Instinctually, I think you know inside the many ways that you can get started. So make that list and and, and figure out what are the small ways that I can make momentum start happening. Again, you don't need to know all the steps and you don't need to go through all, you don't need to do the hardest ones first. The great thing about getting momentum started is it just takes one little thing to get that object or yourself or your brain in motion so you can keep being in motion. So make a whole list under those one to three things that you decided on. And then you're going to, again, circle one or two things that you're going to actually get started on. What I would love for you to do with this is you can report in on what's happening for your list and your many little things that you're going to get started on to our private Facebook group. And again, that's totally free and private. But better yet, if you want more accountability and you want to find other people who are interested in the same things and are working on them, join our membership group. The, you know, what am I calling it? The group that shall not be named group. Okay, I'm Voldemort. 
maybe we'll just call it that for a little while, join Voldemort. And there you'll be able to connect with other women who are working on similar things. So maybe you have the goal to go to bed earlier. You get on their membership group and you say, hey, I'm trying to get to bed earlier. Who else who wants to be my accountability partner? And you find that accountability. That will be great, right? Um, My point there is no matter what, I want you to hold yourself to a different standard of pushing yourself into the discomfort your brain doesn't want you to be in and stretch those muscles of being able to sit in that discomfort and do it anyway, to have the self-doubt and get started anyway, to criticize yourself and do it anyway, to run up into failure and mistakes and do it anyway. I am living this right now, friends. I am not preaching to you what I am not practicing myself. I am practicing this right now in so many ways ways. I've been working hard on my habits this past year, but I've also been working hard on about progress. And many times I've fallen flat on my face and it felt defeating and like I wasn't making progress. But when you look back on a year, you will see more of how you've grown still and how you've thrived and how you've stepped more into your purpose and who you are. It takes time. Before you get started on these things, I want to give you some reminders. First, you will meet resistance right away. That's your brain's job too, is to put resistance in your mind or in your environment. Maybe you want to run 5Ks and your shoelaces break or the rains every time you try to get outside or a kid gets sick. That's resistance. Expect it. Plan on it. It's going to be there. I have an episode with Patrice Washington this past year. You can go on my site and search for Patrice Washington on resistance and I think you will really love it. The second reminder I have for you is it may not work out (laughs) like my interior design. It may not work out. It may not pan out the way you wanted, but there are still lessons in those, in those not failures, but in the wandering path that you take, there will be lessons. There'll be signposts of what you should be doing more of or less of or another direction you should take. So it might not work out and that's okay. Next thing I want to remind you of is to think about the bigger picture, about who you want to become. This is something I talked about a lot in early 2019 for some episodes for you to go back to about who do you want to become. If you know who that is, and I'm talking about the values and and how you want to be described as a person and how you want to feel more than just accolades and a list of uh, like a long resume list of the amazing things you've accomplished. It's more of who you want to be. If you know who that person is, you're going to be able to push better through, through all the resistance that's going to come up. Two more reminders. Each day, I want you to focus on starting, just starting, not looking to all the steps that follow. Start again every day. Just work on, I'm going to start. Okay. It doesn't have to be all. It needs to just be something. That's why our do something plan is so pivotal. That's what we're going to talk about more too. And lastly, small is mighty. Those small actions you take when you're getting started, focus on the small and the doable ways that are still mighty. Because again, we're just stretching our brains. We're getting our, we're getting our uh, muscles strengthened within our minds about how to push through the heart. And the ways you're going to do that is by starting small and building. Otherwise, you're going to get burnt out soon. Okay, so that's it for this episode. Now, let me tell you something fun that we are doing. I want you to always do something from what you learned and to help spur that on. I am going to help you focus more on what you have learned from this show. When I am interviewing someone or when I write an outline, you should see my notes. I have tons of notes of things that I am learning and things that really make me go, huh, and I learn from and I want to remember. And while I do that throughout an interview, especially I try to circle back to some main points and repeat them. 
I find that's not so helpful for you at the end because if you're like me, you're going to hear something and it'll go right out the other ear and you'll forget it right away. You'll say, oh, I want to remember that. I'm going to remember that. And then you don't, (laughs) especially if you're me. So to help you do something with what you learned, at the end of every single episode, I'm going to have something called progress pointers where I share from my literal notes the things that I want you to remember, the pointers that I have for your own growth so that you can do something. So today we'll do our first round before we do our final send off. And at the very end of each episode, I'll include any outtakes. And for you today, I'm going to include a little outtake of when I was trying to record my new outro, which you might have noticed we have a new intro too. And it wasn't going well because I was trying to go off of my notes that I had handwritten and I couldn't read my own handwriting. So then I had to type it up after. Um, okay, so let me share my progress pointers for you from this episode. Successful people start. That's first. Number one, successful people start. Number two, power lies in momentum, starting momentum and getting it going. Your brain wants to stay safe. That's three. Four, you need to train your mind to sit in the discomfort better and get stronger in that discomfort. Five, focus on the small but mighty ways that you can get started instead of the big, big ways. And six, hold on to the bigger picture of who you want to become so that you have the energy and motivation you need to continue when the going gets tough. How was that for our first round of progress pointers? I'm already a little like fumbling through that, but hey, we're doing our best and I'm excited to share that with you every single episode. And I've been inspired by so many podcasters who have ways of making sure their information is really distilled down in doable ways. And that's what I wanted for you as well. And some of those include um, Miranda Anderson, who usually has a clear outline of how she's teaching things. Um, Rachel Nielsen, a three and 30 podcast who has three takeaways every single podcast. We're totally not stealing that format, but I love how she makes it very clear for you. Another one is Kathy Heller too, who I referenced in this episode. Episode and she gives her own takeaways at the end of each episode. And again, there's countless more who do such a good job with this. And I was inspired by them to make my own way of, of making this so you can keep track better of what we are learning every single episode. And you'll be able to get access to these in a free printable every single month by signing up for our Go Get Our newsletter, which I will tell you about at the end of every single episode with my little outro. Okay, so this is our new format. It's a little bit new. Um, it's a little bit um, still in in the makings, but we're just going to keep going with it. Uh, so I'm going to share with you my final outro that you'll hear every single time, and I probably won't belabor it like I just did. Thanks so much for being here, friends. Do you want to be more accountable and better implement what you learned today? Here are a few ways. First, I have free resources for you. Go to aboutprogress.com slash getter to sign up for our Go Getter newsletter, where I send a weekly, we got this note, and at the end of each month, provide you with a free printable of all that month's progress pointers so you can keep track of what you learned and then do something about it. Also in the show notes, I've linked to our free private Facebook group where you can connect more with your kind of people. Second, expedite your growth with our exclusive online membership group, which is now at a very, very low doable fee. Here you will get access to a community of progressors on the next level, and you'll receive daily inspiration and accountability to advance your personal development. There you will also be able to participate in weekly lives with me, including some coaching calls, our monthly Grow Yourself book club, and you'll get special member-only access to this month's progress plan. Finally, be heard on this show. 
The last episode of each month is called Dear Progressor, and it is where our normal, everyday listeners really shine. We can all learn from your own pointers and experiences. So send in your voice note, which is so easy to do. Learn how by going to aboutprogress.com slash show, and don't be shy. That's it for today, friends. Keep growing. And remember, life is about progress, not perfection. If you want to exponentially grow, if you want to exponent, if you want to exponentially grow your personal development, join our exclusive online membership group that delivers this our month's progress plan, bi-weekly coaching sessions, Facebook lives, daily inspiration, and accountability to advance your personal development. Well, that stunk.